This is Paul Adamson and I'm in conversation with Emma Reynolds. Emma Reynolds is a member of the British Parliament from the Labour Party and a former Shadow Minister of Europe. Emma, the Labour Party has a new leader, a new leadership team. This is clearly not the, the party of Tony Blair, but is the party still a pro-European party? The Labour Party is a pro-European party. The vast majority of our members and the vast majority of our members of Parliament want the UK to remain within the European Union and at the recent Labour Party conference, particularly on the fringes, at the fringe meetings, there was a great deal of energy and support for a Labour campaign to stay in the European Union. Okay, the Labour Party, of course, did not call for this referendum. So how is it going to work out how it's going to support the Conservative government in its own uh, referendum activities? Well, I didn't support having a referendum before the election because I think there are many pressing issues. Um, for example, such a large problem with um, living standards dropping in our country for people on low and middle incomes. There are huge problems with our economy, with the lack of productivity, the lack of business investment. I thought this was the wrong priority at the wrong time, but unfortunately the Conservatives won a majority and we have to accept that there will be a referendum and you have to try to turn that into an opportunity and I hope that we can make not only a convincing case but that we can have a decisive victory so that the Eurosceptics don't keep coming back again and again to the same argument that they need another referendum because that is what they are spoiling for, because that is what they live for. Um, so in terms of the British government, which is obviously a Tory government, we will be running very much a distinctive progressive Labour campaign to stay in the EU, stressing the benefits of social Europe, the rights that people get, whether it's paid holidays or part-time workers get rights because of European Union legislation. Um, so we will have a progressive case. We'll obviously focus on the economic arguments as well. But this isn't about what deal David Cameron can get. This is a point of principle. This is a point about what kind of country are we? Are we a country that's outward-looking and that wants to trade with other nations and that wants to work in cooperation and solidarity with our European partners and is forward-looking? Yes, this isn't a country that wants to be isolated and weak, stranded on the sidelines of Europe. Isn't there a danger, though, that the pro-Europeans and led by Labour, well, other players as well, of course, that they will go for the kind of scare factor, try and worry people that if we leave the European Union it'll be a disaster, a catastrophe, as opposed to making a more positive, as you say, progressive case? I think we need to lead with the positive case, um, and I think that that positive case has to be about jobs and investment, and as I've said, the rights that people get by being a member of the Europe, us being a member of the European Union. But I also think we need to tug on the heartstrings a bit because we want to, I think, set out a progressive patriotic case about Britain standing tall in the world. That's always been our tradition, that we are a country that wants to work with other countries for the benefit of everybody. So I think we've got to make a more emotional case as well. Of course there will be negative arguments that are put forward. And I think the most compelling negative argument is uncertainty. Right. Because we frankly do not know what out would look like. Would we look like Norway? 
who pay into the EU budget um, and have to abide by European Union uh, rules, but have no say in making those rules. Um, they have essentially bought into the single market, but there is a price that they pay, and one of their politicians recently described it as democracy by facts. Okay. You receive your instructions, you do not shape the rules. So there will obviously be negative arguments, but I agree with you, we need to be on the front foot with the positive arguments first. But is there a danger also that, that some Europeans might uh, go along with, which is to say that European Union is basically perfect, there's no need for reform, there's no need for change. Do you see, though, that Europe Union, Union as it is currently working is not fit for purpose, basically, needs to reform? Of course uh, the EU is not perfect, but do we think that David Cameron has a monopoly on what good reform looks like? Not at all. And um, he essentially is doing this renegotiation and holding this referendum because he thought, perhaps correctly, that it was the only way he could keep his party together because they are so utterly and deeply divided on the issue of our membership of the European Union. But let's not forget, this is a Conservative Prime Minister with a Conservative government that is doing a renegotiation, so-called, and uh, pushing for reform. This is not our reform agenda. We can still reform the European Union with a Labour government, and the kind of reforms that we will be pushing for would be different uh, and would be more progressive. So, and as Alan Johnson, who's going to lead the Labour campaign to stay in the EU, has said, reform is a process. It isn't an event. David Cameron wants it to be an event. But that, as I say, is more about party management than the national interest. Okay. Maybe one last question. You said earlier that we have to go for, as a clear objective, a decisive victory in favour of staying inside the European Union. But if you look at the opinion polls, and we all know that opinion polls are very volatile, they change from day to day, the, there's, it's very close, as you know. One day there's a slight majority in favour of staying in, the next day a slight majority in, in, in favour of leaving. So uh, how confident are you, frankly, about there being such a decisive victory? I am not at all complacent about what will happen in the referendum. I think it's all to play for, and we don't know when it's going to come. It could be as late as 2017, um, although I think it probably will come towards the end of next year, 2016. I am not at all complacent about what will happen, but our objective should be to... <laughs> secure a decisive victory but even if we only secure a victory and it isn't and it's close and it isn't decisive then I still think we need to tell people that this settles the question for quite some time because the Eurosceptics live and breathe by wanting a referendum and they will continue to live and breathe by that but we need to say this is the debate this is the opportunity once in a lifetime Let's get the right result. Let's hope we do get the right result. But then let's move on and um, focus on other things. Madam Reynolds, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Paul.